Purdy operating out of the gut. Every play on this drive has been a run until this throw. And it's Debo Samuel. Touchdown, San Francisco. Brock Purdy. Perfect. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Hi, Eagle with the call. It says, yeah, Brock Purdy's really good. Debo Samuel, really good. Uh, Ken and I would like for them both to be really good on Monday night. <laughs> for, for 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 the end Christmas on really a good, note good with the uh yeah like really as, really good or the or both like would be bad could be either one yeah he, honestly both both options are great right. <laughs> both options are great in which case I'll, I'll be eating lots of milk and cookies which will be really awesome um speaking of which there are now and thank and thanks to some people perhaps on the show I've got I've got some some confectionery treats in my home and uh I gotta tell you. I'm feeling like Fat Boy Winters. It's it's here. Fat Boy for for, for oh, your boy. Here. I'm like at the oh. end of the arc. Oh, I'm I'm way over. Like I'm like I, yeah. This is like it's it's so bad that I'm already like like I'm excited about January first to be like I gotta get this stuff the hell out of here. Like I'm almost done. Like I got it's been like a month of just outrageous outrageous gluttony. <laughs> just like really it's, really and- crazy. And now it's like we're and now like every time like my my wife sees someone that she hasn't seen in a while, it's like oh like you're pregnant, congratulations. Here's like a Here's box of homemade brownies. It's right, like yeah. what? Like what, what is the goal? So that like that I look like I'm pregnant also. Like is that yes. the goal here? Like I, yes, I don't understand. Or the idea that in like solidarity? Well, you're eating for two. Be like yeah now now I'm eating cake for two apparently and like and various other. I gotta desserts. tell you, I'm I'm way too vain for this. Um, twenty minutes from now, Ken and I will keep talking NFL awards. We'll talk Christian McCaffrey and MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Tyree Kill. We'll get to the rest of the awards as well. Joey Kanish joins us next hour to give us college football bets and NFL bets for the weekend. Evan Silva joins us in the Power Hour and in the Power Hour, Ken and I will give you all our bets for tonight, including Saints and the Rams. But joining us right now, as he does every Thursday in the spot, is our our good buddy Connor Allen from Four for Four and Betsperts, and his podcast, his NFL betting podcast, Move the Line, featuring friends of You Better You Bet, Ryan Noonan, shout out to our guy Noonan, and John Daigle, who like fancies himself like a television star at this point. God bless him. Connor is on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. That I don't know if that sounded like it was like a shot at Daigle. I love Daigle. It was meant to be like a, <laughs> it was meant to be like a poking good fun on TV cap, all the time. I guess. Not. Yeah. So let me let me let me rectify that. I love Daigle. That's me like poking Daigle because he's really he's doing really well right now. And God, and we hope it continues for Daigle. Connor on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Uh, Merry early Christmas. Happy holidays to you and the family. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think I mean Daigle can take it. He's a tough guy, so I'm not I'm not too worried about that. You know, a couple jabs here and there. It's all it's all friendly, at least you know for the most part. I think so. Um, no, it's it's I'm excited to break down the slate. I mean, this is what what I consider like a a family housebreaking ruining slate here, considering the spread of the games here with. You know, a game on Thursday, multiple games on Saturday, games on Sunday, which is Christmas Eve. And then we have a game on Monday as well, or games on Monday too. It's, it's I mean, just complete disaster in my mind on terms of the spread. But for casual fans, it'll be awesome. You can just pick up and watch a football game like at any time. But for people who are like, you know, grinding props or grinding sides and totals, like it's uh, kind of a nightmare in my mind. Yeah, we, Nick and I were talking before the show, Connor and 
I was like, yeah, you know, we were talking about like the one o'clock games coming up on Sunday. And I go, look, like there, there are literally two holidays a year where I tell my wife, like, I'll go with you to mass, like no problem. Christmas Eve and Easter. And like at the ones, it's literally going to be like, it's time for the witching hour. And you'd be like, honey, get in the car. Time, it's almost time for that. Just like, oh, oh God. <laughs> oh no. Uh, housebreaking to use your word. Hopefully we don't have any houses break uh, this weekend. But uh, what do you, what do you do on Christmas night with the Niners and the Ravens? Connor, we, we've had, a guest on the show, Nick and I have talked about the game, basically like a unanimous consensus opinion on the Niners that uh, nobody really willing to give Baltimore a shot in the game. That doesn't, not really predictive of anything. Just, we all kind of like the Niners. Where do you come down on this one? Yeah, I kind of agree. And I, I fully understand that we're basically buying high on an, the team that's like almost at the top of their market here with the Niners. But it's just tough for me when I break down this matchup more in depth, like for me to envision a, a ton of spots for Baltimore to have success here, especially their defense. Their defense has largely been great. But I think a lot of that's been schedule fueled. I mean, they played against, you know, uh, they played against Stafford and the Rams and they you've struggled at times. Deshaun Watson had some success against them when he was playing with the Browns. I mean, they played really well against Detroit, but that was basically a road game for the Lions, and Detroit's home road splits are pretty pronounced. Houston in week one, they played really well. But again, this is like the first game for a rookie against what I consider to be a good Ravens defense. I'm just not sure if they're quite as elite as what the numbers say here. And if we look at the key here offensively for San Francisco, I think it's going to be the running game against Baltimore right now. 13th in pressure rate. 11th DBA per play against uh, the run, 15th in explosive run rate, and 17th in its success rate. So, like, they're just about average in most most metrics on the ground. And I think that's a big problem against San Francisco because if you can't stop the ground game, I think that opens up a lot more for them to do, uh, you know, offensively as well. And then on the other side, you know, I have, I have some confidence that Lamar and the Ravens offense get something done here, but Lamar's pressure splits are a pretty big concern. And, you know, if San Francisco is able to, you know, get some pressure on him, like that could make, you know, it be even harder for them to move the ball. So, you know, I, I like the Niners here at minus five and a half in this spot. Uh, and I know, it's, again, like everyone's saying it, but I don't know, it's just my handicap's leading me there. So going to take it. Oh, Nick, you're muted. So I'll just I'll I'll add Connor as as Nick gets his mic unmuted here for a to, second. To be fair, just, to be to be yes. fair, everyone on the show last week, everyone on the show on last Buffalo. week loved bu- loved Buffalo yeah, and the Bills won thirty one ten. So so right. hope, hopefully hey, we're able to, to continue it. that this week with the San Francisco. Oh, and, and now we oh and now we lost everybody. Warren, Warren, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh running back has been in the news this week, obviously, with George Pickens failing to block for him down by the goal line of that game against uh, against the Colts this past weekend. So maybe we get a good Jalen War- Warren effort coming up this weekend as Pittsburgh hosts the Cincinnati Bengals will be without Jamar Chase. Mason Rudolph will start here for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Connor, any bets for you for Jalen Warren and the Steelers hosting the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, I really like Jalen Warren's outlook uh, this week. I mean, he saw a season-high 55% of the backfield touches last week, now draws the Bengals, who are allowing over 4.5 yards per carry, 27th in explosive run rate, 28th in rushing success rate. And that was before they lost their run-stuffing defensive tackle, DJ Reader, who in 109 snaps without DJ Reader so far, they're allowing over 5.5 yards per carry. And I think with Mason Rudolph at quarterback, I think we see them lean even more on the run in neutral or positive game scripts. I guess my concern and where I'm attacking this is I like the rushing receiving over for Jalen Warren because I think Rudolph could be good for a pick six, you know, some fumbles, who knows how consistent he is. So if you're taking the rushing receiving, I think you get a little bit of a higher floor here um, for this offense. And like, if they fall behind, then, you know, you're not totally dust on a rushing prop here. And he's coming off Warren is coming off a season high and route participation at 83% and had a 28% uh, targets per route run rate. So I think that like that kind of just helps the floor here and the match is fantastic. So uh, give me Jalen Warren over, I believe 68 and a half rushing receiving is current line. Connor, we, we talked a little bit about the the Packers Panthers game 
earlier this week and <laughs> like my my one like memory of this game or my one like the thing that i think about with this game now is just the eddie pinheiro call we played coming out of break connor which is like eddie pinheiro of Nicaraguan descent, like the first kicker, it's like on the game-winning field goal attempt. Like, what are we talking about? I understand. Anyway, Panthers are <laughs> off that game, of that that barn burner against Atlanta, where Desmond Ritter throws the game away. It's played in a driving rainstorm. This is not really probably going to be like that. Weather probably okay in Carolina. The Packers, a five-point road favorite uh, at Bryce Young and the Panthers, total thirty-seven and a half. Uh, are we going back to the well on Carolina here after like I guess their best performance of the year last week? Yeah, I mean, I am. It's, it's one of those plays that's super gross. Like it's, you know, you need to take a shower after after placing this. But it's one of those things where I'm talking about, I'm talking about a team that also, will be able to run the ball. Also, you take a shower after, after your household dissolves because you're losing money on right. Christmas Day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, not quite the housebreaking play here, but I think it's it's a gross play. Um, no, but I, I, you're looking at a team in Carolina that's going to run the ball and Green Bay allowing over five yards per carry to opposing running backs right now. So like at its core, I think they'll be able to move the ball on the ground. Hopefully Bryce Young can play a little bit better, you know, continue to play better offensively. And then on the other side, this Panthers defense has been like sneakily been playing like way, way better as of late. I mean, we're looking at a team that hasn't allowed more than 202 passing yards since their week seven by like literally 5.8 yards per attempt to CJ Stroud, Dak Prescott, like, Plenty of other quarterbacks in there. Uh, have Only one of them has eclipsed 200 passing yards, and that was Baker Mayfield at 202. So I don't expect like a massive you know, output here for Jordan Love in the passing game, especially if you know the receiving core is a little bit banged up here. So I don't know. I'm thinking of kind of a lower scoring affair with uh, Carolina having success on the ground, keeping the game close here. So I, I like plus five. And again, it's gross, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great way to spend your Christmas Eve through three hours rooting on Price Young at the Carolina Panthers. It's the witching hour where marriages become divorce and families become broken. Can't wait for it. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on the Thursday. Connor Allen is our guest from 4 for 4 in Bedspurts on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. Connor, um, all it took to get Terry McLaurin going last week against the uh, the LA Rams was Sam Howell getting benched. Here comes Jacoby Brissett, and uh, wow, like, wow, what, what, what a shock, a novel concept. Throw the ball to Terry McLaurin and good things happen. Sam Howell will at least start this game for Washington, probably on a short leash um, on the road at the Jets. What are your expectations for that Washington offense and scary Terry on Sunday at that beautiful MetLife Stadium? <laughs> Yeah, I think that Sam Howell's le- leash is almost certainly short, but it's interesting because Eric Bieniemy and uh, you know Ron Rivera don't really seem to see eye to eye on this because the quotes that I'm seeing from Eric Bieniemy are like, "Oh, I'd love to have the kid back next year as my starter. Like he's doing really well, like super encouraging." Whereas Ron Rivera was kind of like, "Yeah, like we needed to make a change. We needed to protect him because like you know he was so bad that like people could have gotten hurt out there." You know, basically, basically what he was saying, and so. I, I think that his leash is pretty short. His props at 213, though. It's like already pretty well adjusted for that. So I like to play it as McLaurin's under here. Looking at 51 and a half receiving yards because the matchup here against the Jets, he runs almost the majority of his routes on the outside, like 90 plus percent, which means he's going to get the Jets outside corners, who are some of the best in the league. And before he catching two Jacoby Brissett bombs, I mean, 0, 50, 43, and 33 receiving yards were his previous, you know, four weeks games here. Now he has the toughest matchup. So, you know, I, I lean towards the under here uh, pretty heavily for McLaurin, and I think there's a good bit of value, especially with some QB uncertainty. Like, we could also see Sam Howell be a little bit more conservative because he doesn't want to get yanked, uh, you know, after last week. So, yeah, I like the under here for McLaurin. Connor, uh, obviously we'll, we'll get to your other favorite prop bets coming up for this weekend for a couple minutes. Anything on, on Thursday night's game, on tonight's game real quick? We didn't open with that. We did some of your other favorite bets instead, like the like the Niners, which which we all love. Uh, Rams, four. They're, worth noting there are a couple four and a halfs on the board now, and the total remains 45. Uh, it, 
sort of i think we've had opinions that are kind of all over the place on this game i'm not even really sure what i'm gonna bet sidewise kind of turns my brain into a pretzel here but whether it's a prop or something else anything on tonight's game yeah i don't have a ton i think a fun way to play it would be like Alvin Kamara alternate receiving yards overs. So if basically if the Saints fall behind, like they've had like no passing volume last few weeks because they haven't had to. But if the Saints fall behind, I mean it's basically just Olave, who I don't think is 100, percent and then Alvin Kamara, who's still been pretty involved in the receiving game. But like in games where they're underdogs, especially you know in this spot, like he's averaged 50 receiving yards and his prop is at 30. So it's basically one of those things where maybe you put together the same game parlay, kind of correlating those, like you know I don't know like Rams. Uh, like alts or something like minus six and a half. And then like Kamara 50 plus receiving yards, probably get a great price on it. But uh, I, I don't know if I love the regular prop because again, if they keep it close, like it's not quite as much juice there. So that's probably the only way I'm looking at this game right now. Cause I, and there's a lot of uncertainty on both sides. All right, Connery, we got some runway here. You got a couple minutes to lay out the rest of the bets that you really like for week 16 in the NFL. These could be, we obviously love your prop thoughts. You get any sides and totals that you really like also lay them on us here. You got a couple of minutes here to roll. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's kind of a light size in totals week for me, but I, I do like some Raheem Mostert overs. We just saw James Cook absolutely dominate here. I think if Miami's going to try to, I don't know if they're going to be super successful on the ground, uh, at least relative to what we saw in Buffalo, but I do think that Mostert's going to see the majority of the work here. Uh, a fun one, I think Gabe Davis overs and alternate overs could be interesting here. I'm not really buying the Buffaloes all of a sudden just like some super, super run-heavy team after one week of them just pounding the ball. I think that was very matchup-specific here. Now, so what are his I think alt-overs see... this week, like like eight yards? Because he's like airballed the last couple weeks. <laughs> no, like, I like the thought because like, when he when he blows up, he goes for like 150 yards. So I'm with you. It's like zero or 150, so I 30. like the all-thought. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, his props yeah. only 30. So you're taking like 60 plus. I mean, like that's going to be like pretty heavily catch. juiced. You'll get some nice payouts. Yeah, exactly. And it's one catch for him. So I think we see Buffalo throw it a little bit more against a Chargers defense that's gotten exposed deep basically all season. So I think so. that's a fun one. Uh, Chuba Hubbard overs. We already talked about that a little bit. I just think the matchup's awesome. He's been seeing all the work ever since they you know, got rid of Frank Reich. Aaron Jones carryovers. I mean, he only played half the snaps, but basically saw all the work. Uh, and that was with him like banged up on a snap count. LaFleur before the game apparently told someone, oh, he's only going to see you know 15 to 20 plays. And then he ends up getting like 13 carries, eight carries in the first drive, and like is basically you know their their primary guy. So I think another week off, AJ Dillon still banged up. Uh, should see a ton of work there. Devin Singletary carry and rushing overs, I think, are both extremely interesting as well. Then you can play some Jerry Judy unders in this spot. Um, you know the matchup's not uh, amazing for him, and he, you know he's been way worse against man defense. And I think that we're seeing this spot here also could be a snow game. Who knows? Jerry Judy, I don't think has enough grit to power through the snow. So. You know, I'm going to take look, take a look at the under there as well. That, that was that, right. part, that part was a joke, but yeah. but the, but the, the actual part, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great level is negative for Jerry Judy, but uh, Jerome Ford, I think, under as well. Um, you know, this is this tough matchup here as well on the ground against Houston, allowing the lowest yards per carry in the league. What was the um the phrase that you used at the beginning of the interview? Not like uh, what Christmas <laughs> was going to be like. Like, or like yeah, something like that. What is the, uh, which game is like the housebreaking game of the weekend in the NFL? In like 10 seconds. The, the housebreaking game of the weekend. I mean, it's got to be Dallas-Miami, right? I, I, I think it's well, very controversial. Well, I, I was going to say I agree with Ken because I'm factoring yeah. in like, like Broncos-Patriots is like the standalone Christmas Eve game where like you losing money on that game and you're tilting around your family like yeah. – you, you might have a problem You're watching in more ways game. than one. Period. Yes, you got, Christmas you got big time That's a good point. That's a good I, point. I, 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 I love I, it. And I, lo- I don't think I can do it. Uh, maybe Connor can. 
Connor Allen NFL on Twitter. Four for four bets, Burts, and the Move the Line pod. My friend, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Stay well. Good luck. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Talk soon. Come Coming up next, Ken and I, we keep the household and the family together. We talk NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year on You Better You Bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.